0: Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. And
1: that's what I'm going to do with us start today, you know, and I'm going to continue the first thing that was what how God led me. Looking back now, I was led unconsciously. I, I didn't. I don't read. I just was following the right steps. The first thing is after I I, I read E.W. Kenyon and I listened to Kenneth Hagen. I just I Kenneth Hagen in his in his he has a, he has a tape series. I'm sure they still have it. You know, I probably have it in CD and all of that now. You know, with increased technology, but. You know, Ken Hagen, he taught us, he, he said that, he said, go to First Corinthians chapter 13, 4 to 8. Confess it. meditate on it every day. He said, do it for 30 days and you will see how far you have grown. Then it occurred to me. I said, why should I do it for only 30 days? Let I me mean, do it all the time. And that's how I started. This is number one. About turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Thank you. I'm going to use amplified. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. This is God's definition of love in action. Not man's own. The, the Greek is the word agape, which is divine love. Now, yes. This, you want to... Get the kingdom of God in your life. You want to enforce the kingdom of God in your life. This is because it's the kingdom of love. This is what you start with. Every day we've already broken it down in all our books. It's on. It's on our. It's on our mobile app. You know, we we don't put everything all together. We just do it in little short. But you can you, you can do parts of it every day. Then we have a confession where we do all of the fruit of the spirit every day: love, joy, peace, and all of that. But the, the thing is, the the the, 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 the the, the point is to make the decision to practice this every day. And then you confess some of it every day. You pray in tongues about it. You know, we're going to get to all of that later on. You know, to release the spiritual forces, the power of God, the, 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 the nature of God, the fruit of the spirit that will enable you to do it. This is not natural. The natural man cannot do this. Even the born-again man, who still has the sin nature, dominating his soul and body, does not do this. Now, if like my people say, it's very hard, Pastor. Mm. I know what the Bible says, you know, but to forgive. ah, mm. It's very hard for me. I agree. Because you have the sin nature. But if you displace that sin nature and replace it with the divine nature, you will find that walking in love is easy. Walking in love will be as natural to you as a fish swimming in water. Walking in love will be as natural to you as a bird flying in the sky. Because it was made to fly. The fish was created to swim. the, The water is its natural environment. Love is your natural environment. I would say, love endures long and is patient and kind. Right there you have three fruits of the Spirit. In that one it's not the vessel, just that, that segment, that, that portion of that verse. You see long suffering, you see patience and you see kindness. So the, the, the love of God is the fruit is really the fruit of the Spirit. So you say you determine in your heart every day, I endure long, you say it. The Bible says, the word is nigh thee, in thy mouth and in thy heart, that thou mayest do it. He said, he said you don't have to go to heaven to bring it down. You don't have to go across the sea. This is it. So you, you make that it, you, decision. You see, the problem with a lot of us and the church is that we hear these things we mentally agree with them, oh yeah, I walk in love, I walk in love. But we do not make the daily, and that's the key, whatever scream daily, determination and confession and practice. That's where we fail. So it is not, it has not been built into our consciousness. So you say, I, Olubi, or I, Kenneth or whoever, I endure long and I am patient and kind. Now I know initially you're not going to be, you'll be endure long. But the more you say it and the more you pray about it, the more you start enduring long. The more patient you become, the more, the kinder you become. The spiritual the spiritual law. The word of love is like a seed. The, the, the parable of the sower. When you sow it, it's the smallest seed in all the earth. He said, but way you know, But then it groweth up. Then it becomes greater than all the other seeds. But if you don't start planting and and watering it on a daily basis, it will never become a tree. Love is never envious, nor boils over with jealousy. So you say, I am never envious, nor do I boil over with jealousy god gave me a revelation of this that's why i'm going to start teaching the book of proverbs from next week by the grace of god you know what is the reason for jealousy see to understand things you have to go to the root why why are you jealous of somebody else because they have something you admire that you don't have maybe they have more money or for the women maybe she has a nicer cloth or a nicer earring and uh, silly things, God forgive me. <laughs> you know, yeah. You see the foolish things that people get. And they'll, they'll, they'll have one have back. I don't have that kind of handbag. They start fighting. I have this kind of hair. I have this hat. This one doesn't have. They now come to church and do the hat like this. That person says,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> "I just read your mail." But you see. The more spiritual you could become, the less those things—they don't even—they don't mean anything to you. They're not wrong in wearing a nice hat, but who cares if somebody else is wearing a nicer one? The hat does not define you. What defines you is what is inside you. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he has, or the hats that they wear, or the cars that they drive or the houses that they live in. These are the things that make people envious. Why will I not be envious? Because there is nothing that person has that I admire that God did not give them. And the God who gave them will also give me, watch this, in due season. So once I know that and I have that expression in my heart, I can't be envious. In fact, I'm going to be happy that ah, somebody has got it. It means that my my with time too, I will to get it. Once you change, it's a mindset. Love, it is never envious. It doesn't boil over with jealousy. And anytime you see that thing trying to come in you, When you see somebody have something nice, and that the devil's trying to say, You see, you don't have anything, you see, you see, (laughs) you see. (laughs) Pray for that person. Say, God bless them. Lord, I thank you for them. Lord, let them even have more. And I know that with time you'll give them my own in due season, but I'm happy for them. It will change your it will. I just got a scripture. That's why we're going to Proverbs. It says, Envy is the rottenness of the bones. Envy would destroy your health. Yeah. That's how the scripture describes it. In the olden days, you know, in this proverbs, they didn't know cancer, they didn't know some of the they didn't have all these medical names that we have in our, with modern science and technology. He just said, rottenness of the bones. This is a specialist here, brain specialist. This one's a specialist doctor. We have a number of doctors here. There's a doctor here. They will tell you, you know, the, the doctors don't understand why some things internally just start going wrong. Somebody's health, healthy, you know, he went for a checkup last year. He goes for a checkup this year. The doctor just checks one bone. It has bone, one, one unknown bone cancer. The thing begins to rot. <laughs> what is happening? They will start doing research. They will Google it and chat for GP and everything, you know, guys, okay, this and that. I say, ha, there's no cure. So anyway, we'll try and manage it. We'll do physiotherapy. you radio, uh, radi- what they call it? Radiotherapy, you know, and put on and blah, 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 but go to the root. The Bible says, envy. Don't let it come near you. When the thought comes, cast it down. But you see, unless you do this thing daily, and it's something you do all the time, it will not be in your consciousness. So when envy comes, many times you would have started walking in it before you even realize you started doing it. But if you're saying this kind of thing every day, I am never envious nor do I boil over with jealousy. You say it, you think it, you determine to practice it. When that thing brings, comes up, you will crucify it immediately. It's not boastful or vainglorious. I'm going to close with this verse today. Take it from me next week. It's not boastful or, I'm talking about things concerning pertaining to the kingdom. This is it. The kingdom is love. It's not boastful of inglorious. Let me say it in today's language. It's not, it doesn't show off. See, why do you show off? So if I have a nice car, like me, I have a nice car. You know, I have a nice car. You know, so when you want to go to some place, everybody will see that you have the nice car and say, ah! (laughs) Ajay <laughs> In our language that just means which, but that it means something that is you know spectacular, you know, and it gives you a good feeling. You know, it gives you watch this, it's revelation, a false sense of superiority because it is not real over other people. That's why you boast. Look at the word he used: vain glorious. It is glory, but the glory is a vain one. It is, it is, not, it is not a glory that God gives. It is a glory of man, what the Bible calls in other place, the pride of life. And, and I think the nation that is most guilty of it in all the earth is Nigeria. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'm going to zero it home me a little bit. And the people in Nigeria that are worst is the Yoruba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! God have mercy on us. The Yoruba man is <laughs> everybody, but our own we specialize in it. We wear our clothes. I said to one of my friends, this is some years ago, yeah, I said, the white man, I said it the Yoruba, o o o ono. that means the white man does not know how to spend money. Then people here in Nigeria, they don't have money. Compared to people like Bill Gates and some other people abroad. When well, we see the simplicity with which those people live. Ha! If a Yoruba man had it, oh my God. Hey. You will know In our land that so that they will know. Hey, hey. The richest man in this country, according to Forbes, is Ali uh, And he has uh, 10 billion. I, I don't know, maybe 20. You know, that's nothing. <laughs> you know, compared to people like Bill Gates, Elon Musk, who had 100 million, 200 billion, and all of that kind of thing. You see the way these guys live. I know somebody who is very close to Bill Gates. And some years ago, I'm going to close with this. He came to Nigeria for a wedding. This is a, a first-hand report I'm giving you. He came for a wedding. You know? And so you know he came to honor the person who invited him. They all sat down, you know, and all of that. So, I do get sat down with my friend and some other people, you know. All the big people started coming in. You know, this and that. I won't mention names. All the, you know. the. As they were coming, all of them were coming with security detail. The one that had three, had three. The one that had four, had four. You know, so all the, all the, all the, all the SPU and uh, all the, uh, all the police and the, the secret one that doesn't, you know, just wears this thing with the gun inside the, the, the pocket and all of that. They started coming in. They started coming in. My friend told me, he said, Bill Gates was shocked. <laughs> the guy was, he was, he was in, he was in, he was bewildered. Then he couldn't see what was going on. Because... The security of details of the people had blocked all the view the true story so he was asking my friend he said what is this (laughs) my friend laughed (laughs) it's a nigerian factor (laughs) everybody has to show that he's he takes his he takes his he doesn't have to enter that place with the security details there's really security outside you don't have to go in there Why? You want to? So, but if i'm governor or something my security must stand by my side so that people we know And then they made this comment which i've never forgotten the person that needed the security the most was bill gates if they captured all of them <laughs> The person that needed the most security was Bill Gates. He didn't have any. The ones who their worth is not 1,000. They didn't have. They, They were the ones. Empty vessels make the loudest noise. When you have love and God is your security you won't need to be boastful you won't need to be vainglorious the glory you get is the one God gives you you know your worth not because of what you have but because of who you are in God so you will not be envious these are critical things and you will, not, you, will not, you will not want to show off. I mean, if people see you have nice things, it's a good thing. The Bible says God delights in the prosperity of his servant. They say, ah, okay, if you serve God, God will bless you. That's fine. You know, but if you're doing it in competition, you want to show you have a better car, you have a better private jet, you have a better house, you have a better this, you have a better that, it's vain glory. The private jet and the car and the house you're not going to take to heaven. That is not going to add to the type, the order, and the glory of your resurrection. In fact, some of them are taken away from it. Because of the way you got it. Through pride and covetousness. God have mercy on you. I'm going to close. God. Owns the entire universe. He made all things. You know, when he came here, people didn't know who he was. We learn, at least these two persons, we, we know God the Father, you know, because he's in it. but at least we know, we've seen the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the Godhead on the earth. And we've also seen the ministry of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead. If you just look at those two persons, you see this character, self-effacing. These are the richest, most powerful, and wisest beings. He said, the Bible says, he came unto his own, and his own received him. He said, the world was made by him. By the time Jesus was 18, 19, he already knew who he was. So you can imagine him walking in the carpenter's shop. So God, God, like, hey, Jesus, Joshua, where's my Where's my table, Where's my chair? Yes, sir. Be ready tomorrow, sir. I will deliver it personally. God. is not boastful. He's not vainglorious. He doesn't display himself haughtily. The Holy Spirit. Oh, that's why I, I love the Holy Spirit. I love all the persons of the God. I don't misunderstand me. But, you see the Holy Spirit, I haven't seen such a person, no. Totally self-effacing. You know, he wrote the Bible. You have to search. You hardly hear him talk about himself. He gives all the glory to Jesus and the Father. You will see him there, but you you don't see him. You see, He always... he's not boastful he's not vainglorious he doesn't display himself haughtily the same thing with the lord jesus christ and john the beloved he imbibed that same spirit that same attitude john writing the book of john it was not until the end he now said this is that disciple Self-afficiency, stand to your feet. Ah, I team alone. These are scriptures you all of us know. And the average person in this church can quote this scripture mentally, but quoting it mentally and it being built into your consciousness that it's affecting your conduct is a completely different ball game. Am I talking to anybody here? That's where God wants you to go to. That is the kingdom. These are the things pertaining to the kingdom, the dominion of love. This must dominate your mind, your will, and your emotions. When you go out, you go and look for a humble place to sit. Jesus, the Bible says, and Jesus, when he went there, he saw they invited him for a feast. You know, he was a big man, he was a king. You know, even though he was not the physical king, you know, he always went around with his entourage, twelve apostles, and all of that. And because of the healings and the miracles he did, people respected him greatly. You understand? So they would invite him, the Pharisees and all of that. You know, the Bible says, and Jesus saw how when they came in, they sought out the great, the, the chief seats of the <laughs> in the feast. The thing irritated him. Then he said to them, he said, simon or whoever was invited him he said when you go to a feast he said don't go and sit all this there you know if you want to see the way the wind is blowing you take a small thing like that see you can locate people how do they feel about where they sit how do they feel about the title you gave them once they are offended you know they are proud end of story Now, of course it's not right to disrespect people don't misunderstand me but you see where you sit it doesn't define you what men call you does not define you they can call you apostle and you're not apostle and they may not call you apostle and you can be apostle so it's not what they call you so why should you be offended was ve- he was i should use the word you know displeased i won't use angry he just noticed it so that guy you know simon whoever the guy who invited him was asking him say shall we eat bread in the kingdom of god and all of that so he said to him he said when you go to a feast because he saw the way they were behaving he's king of kings lord of lords people who don't have anything one tiny one tiny house on one tiny planet in one tiny solar system Co celebrate oh come on think global you have one house in victoria island you have one house in leki or wherever it is you have it's one tiny plot of land in a tiny city in in, in nigeria which is one is a big country but relatively small you know compared to other places in in the world and then this whole planet is a speck and you are boasting about that to the person who owns the stars, the galaxies and the solar systems hide your head in shame so he said he noticed how they were doing it. have you got that scripture Someone, yeah. he said he noticed how they were I think it's Luke 14 somewhere you know how they were so, he said, I have something to tell you. He said, when you go to a feast, he said, don't go and sit seek the places in front. The, the, the Niger, Niger. We are the experts. The white man doesn't know how to do this one. We are the good ones at it. Seek for the he said, lest a more honorable man come and then the, 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 the the guest the person who is invited you will say ah oh god this is not your place please help us the person who has really has this place has come he said that you begin to have shame in front of the people he said but when you are invited he said go to the back go somewhere that is not something then when the man comes he was like ah God, why should you be still? Then he will bring you to the front. Then you will have worship. That's, those are the words Jesus used in front of the people. Then he said this. He said for whoever humble exalts himself shall be, ex- shall be, shall be debased and the person that humbles themselves shall be exalted. This is 001 of things pertaining to the kingdom. These are the things that must dominate you. Otherwise, God can't trust you with the spirit out measure. Can't, can't. Because if you get it, you become an oppressor. Christian or no Christian, born again or no born again, because the soul has not been dealt with. Let's talk to God. Let love dominate, not fury dominate your determine then say it with your mouth and then practice it when you find that thing coming you crucify you know you you, until that thing becomes your nature when you get to the place where you can go somewhere and nobody recognizes you and they don't give enter and there's no irritation and there's no anger then god has started helping you even then you have not yet entered but then you are not far from the kingdom I will stop there this afternoon, because I can see that. <laughs> you know, we'll continue next week. How many people will come next week? <laughs> I do like a wrong message, but. but these are the things pertaining to the King. Let's talk to God.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious. Transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website spcconline.org Thank you and God bless you.